You are now entering Frida's world. Join us as we address various issues facing women of color in the workplace. We'll help you navigate your professional and personal life the Frida way. Whose world is this? It's Frida's world. What's it like? What's it like? Classy and ratchet at the same time. You clash it. Like you love church music, but you f*** with future. That's clash it. It's Frida's world. Welcome back, everyone, for another episode of Frida's World. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. And as always, I hope you guys are just doing what you can to live your best lives amidst this pandemic and these racial tensions and these unemployment streets. Um, I know we are in the month of July now, right? It's been or we're actually about to be in the month of August. But it's been several months for a lot of us who've been on furlough, who've been unemployed, laid off. And I know, you know, (laughs) the future does not look bright for a lot of people, depending on what industry you are working in. A lot of us are just wondering, like, when is life going to get back to somewhat normal? Meaning, when are we going to go back to full-time work? When are we going to go back to, to work, period? You know, what what is going to happen with our careers? And I think a lot of us are still in some some sort of limbo when it comes to all of that. So hang on is all I can say. You know, there are going to be days where you are going to want to crawl under your covers and not come out. There are days where you're going to have like yesterday I had a I called it a bad mental health day. I was just I was just like in this dump feeling. I don't know if that makes sense, but I was just kind of, yeah, down in the dumps, maybe not not um, not as deep as I've been in the past. But I just kind of had this moment where I'm like, what is going to happen with my future? I'm one of those people who like to know things. I like to have a clear path. I am flexible to change, but I mean, it's been a couple of months, right? And so some of us are just kind of like getting to the wit wit end as we see the world starting to slowly get back to, and again, normal is a hard word to use, but we see that industries are starting to open up a little bit. You know, the streets are opening up a little bit. We're in phase four here in New York. So we're seeing some movement and we're just wondering, when will that movement include me? Right. So, like I said, hold on. You're not the only one going through it. A lot of us are going through it. Um, and it's OK to not be perky every day. It's okay to not feel like you have control of your life every day. It's okay to not have a plan every day. Um, I think a lot of people, and I think the messaging that we're getting is that, you, you know, we got time, you're home, you know, what else are you doing with your life? You know, learn that language, start that business, do all that stuff. And all that is great. And I totally encourage it. But we have to be right within our minds first, right? We have to be right within ourselves first before we go in and deep dive into these projects that might stress us out even more. So it's okay is what I wanted to say. (laughs) Either way, um, every week I try to do the highlight of the week. I know the last time um, I was on here, I totally skipped my highlight of the week. So I want to get back to that because I think it's very important. It helps us stay grounded especially in the time that we're in right now, it's so important to be grounded and to feel um, 
to feel that we're appreciative of something, even if that something might be something so small, but just to focus on a highlight of the week. And as as I uh, stated before, the highlight doesn't always have to be like, oh, I got promoted or, you know, I I won something. It can be just the realization of something that might have been going wrong or negative in your life. And now you've identified it and can work on it, right? So for me, this week's uh, highlight of the week is just realizing the power of community and why it's important. So I've always been involved in my community since I was a kid. Like I've always been community minded. I've always been service minded. That's why I went into the study of law to become an attorney to help people. Right. Um, So that's that's always been me. It's woven into the fabric in my it's in my DNA. But. Even though that's the case, you know, I think with just a lot of the recent um, the recent efforts that have been going on in our in in in, in these streets, right, in, in in our communities, in our respective communities, it just highlighted to me even more how important community is. And to be honest, I don't really think we have a strong community. Some might even say we don't even have a actual community within, you know, the the, the black scheme of things. Um, but even if that is the case, even if we we don't have a real community or we have one, but it's not strong. That realization of the importance of it is is, I guess, what really came to mind this week as I was working with different stakeholders and working with different individuals in the community to to create platforms and to create spaces for people to, to, to candidly have open conversations, um, to address issues that black people are facing, um, and to figure out solutions. How do we, how do we improve? How do we get better? How do we create, you know, opportunities? How do we, in a sense, strengthen our community or even become a community, right? So that realization was very powerful to me because even in everyday life, right, even in whatever projects and tasks that we're putting together, we need to have the community behind us in order to be successful. For myself, and I don't know if I mentioned it on this platform yet, but I create I recently launched um, as of maybe, I guess, what, a week ago recently launched my media company, Black Ivy Media. And this is something that I've been working on for a very long time. I have, one, I didn't even realize when I was talking to my friend that I, this has been years in the making that I've been talking about owning and operating um, a media company. I kind of lost sight of that. And that's what, <laughs> that's what the struggle is real does to you, right? You're, su- you're such in a struggle. You're such in, you know, or you're so caught up in everyday life that you forget about the dreams and the goals that you'd set out for yourself years ago. But either way, um, I recently launched this company and the mission of it and the purpose of it is to really create a platform and a space for people of color to talk about things that, you know, affect people of color and to engage in real honest conversations and to highlight not just the victories, not just the, you know, the great opportunities, but to also highlight and focus on the pressure points in our community. Right. And I think that with Frida's world and with according to RP and and even my blog, the anti-social socialite (laughs) that I don't think I've ever talked about on this platform either. Um, 
I've always done that. I've always wanted to talk about the things that people don't necessarily want to talk about. Um, I always wanted to highlight issues that, that need to be addressed. So I feel like my life's work has done that, but now I wanted to take it to a bigger scale, to a larger scale. And that's where Black Ivy Media uh, came from. And so with that, I can say, you know, with the launching of that, we had a panel discussion talking about Black Minds Matter. And we focused on um, we focused on just the educational system and, and, and the inequities there and talking about what will be of our children, you know, amidst this coronavirus pandemic. How will they get set back even more with what's going on and how do we how do we prevent, you know, them from getting left back, right? From falling even further behind than they already are. And so I had a lot of people reach out that said, wow, like this is really neat and I want to help. I want to help you build. And anyone who knows me knows that I do always welcome people's support, but I've, I rarely ever actually like partner. Everything that I've done has been like Rita. And then you know, whether I allow people to be part of it or not is my decision. But in 2020, as we are living in a world that is so effed up, <laughs> things are just not going the way that they need to go. This whole year it needs to go in the trash. Um, I think a lot of us have come to realize that it is not by our own strengths that these things become successful. Um, it's uh, for me, it's by the grace of Jesus Christ, obviously, but it's also with the help of community and strategic partnerships and strategic partnerships is not necessarily something that I've engaged in because I was the kid that always did the group project by themselves. Right. And I, and in my mind, I'm like, I'm not going to just, I'm not going to rely on people who are only going to flake on me anyways. That's the lack of trust in the community that needs to be repaired. And so this whole idea of community, even with, you know, the launching of this uh, platform um, was just made even great to me because now I am working with people from the community. People are reaching out to me, say, how can I how can I help you be great? And that's really what the goal is. Right. Like we could be good on our own and some of us might be great on our own, but can we be excellent on our own. And then what does excellence mean? Does it mean that you've achieved this and now you're great? Or does the excellence translate to how your business, your platform or whatever it is that you're doing affects the, the larger community? How does it help? How does it impact? Right. And so I'm, you know, learning all of this and it's, and learning is a hard word to, uh, to use because I, I've known all of this, but now we're putting it into practice, right? We're putting our knowledge into practice and we're taking chances with people, with partnerships so that we can elevate to a greater level. So all that to say with my highlight of the week <laughs> is that <laughs> community is important. Community building is important. And I challenge each and every one of you to you know, engage in community building, whether it be just on your block, whether it be, you know, in your county, whatever, whatever capacity that you're comfortable with and that, you know, that you feel like you can, again, um, I guess, donate <laughs> your skills or, or lend your skills to, um, you know, just, just get in, get involved in community building. Um, even if it is just on a smaller scale with respect to your business or your platform, uh, because it is important because at the end of the day, we are all in this together. And I think with what's been happening recently, 
it's highlighted that. And if you have not seen that, if you have not realized that or recognized that, then there's a lot more self-work that you have to do. If you do not see that we are a part in a whole, you have a lot of work to do. And it's not a slight. It's not meant to be insulting. Um, it's just, you know, if I would not be my sister's keeper or my brother's keeper because I have a lot of my brothers who listen to this show too. If I did not challenge you guys to do better, right? Because when we know better, we do better. And it's not that I have all the answers, but I'm somebody who's lived life. I'm going to continue to live life, but I've lived life and I've made a lot of mistakes. <laughs> so I've learned from a lot of these mistakes. So I can sit here and say what I'm saying now to you confidently because I've made those mistakes. So that's enough of the highlight of the week. <laughs> I feel like my highlight of the week always turns out to be some sort of sermon. But as long as you guys like it, I love it. Or maybe if you love it, I like it either way. <laughs> So today I wanted to talk about this um, passage I read about a week ago from a devotional. And when I was reading it, I was like, wow, this is really interesting. This is really thought provoking. And I know we've talked about, um, you know, building strong minds and, and confidence and, and, you know, positive talk and think on this show. We do that a lot. And I think it's important to continue to reiterate these themes on this show. Um, but I was reading this devotion and it was talking about how we cannot live in the if onlys and in the what ifs. And when I read that, I was like, you know what? That's so powerful because right now, many of us are living in the what ifs and it's the, in the if onlys. We're triggered by recent events, like I said, coronavirus, racial tensions, whatever it is that's going on. Some of us have been re-triggered and now we've kind of resorted into our old ways of what if this, if only this, you know? And so, and I think as women of color, we, you know, because we have endured so much, a lot of us have checkered paths, we have hurtful paths, um, we oftentimes engage in this, this way of thinking, this if only this happened, and if what, you know, what if this, I would be this type of, you know, uh, rhetoric. And so, you know, for me, I feel like, you know, as as much as I can continue to talk about how we got to do better, we need to do better. You know, it's really about self. I can say all that I want to say about this topic and I can challenge all I want to challenge and I'm going to continue to do so. But at some point, you know, as individuals, we have to take responsibility for our lives right now and how we want our futures to look. We have to take hold of ourselves, right? So with the what if and with the only if talk, it only takes you to a negative space, the dark places I like to call it, right? And I, and I totally understand this because I even up until recently have engaged in this, this rhetoric, right? This this negative self-talk, because that's what it is. It's negative self-talk. And it's because I've been in a place where I'm kind of like, what's what's going to be my life? Like, even though I'm working on all these amazing projects, it still doesn't mean that I don't get the right or I don't have the um, ability to slip you know, into the dark space, into the spaces of self-doubt, spaces of depression, spaces of, you know, uh, skepticism, right? This only if, like if only I was raised in a two-parent household, what kind of woman 
would I be, right? If only I were not abused, maybe I would be more confident. Maybe I would be more trusting. Maybe I wouldn't be so skeptical of people, right? Um, these are all legit questions and uh, legit statements and legit, you know, thought engagements, right? What if, what if I was, you know, I, I wasn't poor. What if I didn't, I, I wasn't poor. I wasn't raised to be poor. What if I lived a, you know, a, a more open lifestyle? What if I wasn't um, so shy? If only I weren't shy, I could be the CEO of this company. If only I wasn't risk averse, I would own five businesses right now, right? But when we focus on the if onlys and the what ifs and these negative things, we're setting ourselves back and we're limiting ourselves as to the greatness that can be achieved, right? So for example, for me, I am a very risk averse person, although some people might not think so because I'm always starting new businesses and ventures. And I've learned that pivoting is very critical. (laughs) You know, if things aren't working, let's move on to the next. Let's reinvent ourselves. I've I've learned that through the years and by watching my friends who've done the same. But I am a risk averse individual. I am a risk averse individual. And I'm and I am not as outgoing and outspoken as people think, which is, again, shocking to some, which is why I call myself the antisocial socialite. I, when I'm out there with people I know, or once I get to know you, even if it's for two seconds, I'm out there. You will think that you knew me for your entire life. I have that effect. I can make you feel like we were best friends forever. However, I am also an antisocial person. (laughs) I am what they call an introverted extrovert. And it's something that I think has crippled me um, in a sense from, you know, being as far as I, I mean, I feel like I could be so far in life. If only I was not an introverted extrovert. If only I was not an antisocial socialite. And if only I was not risk averse. Now I can dwell on these. If only I wasn't this, I could have been that forever. But where is that really going to lead me? Right. I recognize where my deficiencies are and what do I do? I have to work on them. Just like you guys identify the deficiencies in your life and you work on them so that they are no longer the deficiencies and they're no longer the, you know there for you to dwell on and you can move forward and become your great self, right? Um, I feel like we have to train ourselves. We have to engage in, in continuous training, when it comes to our mindset, our state of mind, right? Because there is a quote that says, you know, where the mind goes, the man follows. Our minds are powerful. I, I mean, I know we talk about mindset so much on this show, but our minds are so powerful. Where the mind goes, the man will follow. So if we allow our minds to drift into these negative spaces, if we allow our minds to to engage in this, man, if only I wasn't this, I would be that. Or what if I was X, then I could have been Y. If we allow our minds to engage in that, um, we're doing a disservice to ourselves. We're wasting time. We're wasting time. I mean, there are days when, I've, when I'm in the crappy spot 
and I'm just like thinking and I'm just sulking to myself. And it's like, did I just spend like five hours <laughs> in the land of negativity when I could have been creating? And it happens. And sometimes it's okay. You know, sometimes we do have to allow ourselves to feel these things, but we have to learn when to snap out of it. And I think that if we engage in, you know, continuous training of positive thinking and confident thinking, you know, there is going to be a day where this negative self-talk, this engagement that we do will become less and less. Will it be totally eradicated? We're human beings. We get triggered. Things happen. But I think if we train ourselves to be on this more positive road, we will only see, you know, progress. I mean, we will only see improvement. I think that's why I also talk about having a positive tribe. And this is also where the community comes in. Tribe, you know, tribe community. Some people will say it's the same thing. But when you surround yourselves with positive people, so not just positive women, but positive men, you surround yourselves with positive people, you read positive things, you listen to positive music or positive talks. When you, you know, allow these positive things to penetrate your mind. That I know people who sleep with, you know, um, sermons at night or they sleep with, you know, uh, positive self, self-talk audio tapes at night. When you allow your brain to be penetrated, your mind to be penetrated with positive thinking, positive people, positive words you in a sense will start to become a positive person. I think a lot of us are just so used to being skeptical and being, being, I don't know, skeptical, doubtful people. And dare I say negative people and that we've been, we're okay with it. In fact, it's our persona even like, this is who we are. Listen, I'm just a, you know, I'm just a, a, a realist. I'm a neg I'm, I'm, they're never going to say they're negative, but I'm a realist, which if we're going to be honest, can sometimes really be pessimists, but we don't want to say that we're pessimists. So we say that we're realistic, but we have to be careful with that. I'm saying this because I'm the number one sayer of I'm a realist. I'm a realist, but I'm a realist can really mean I'm a pessimist, but nobody's walking around saying they're a pessimist, right? We have to be careful with, you know, the, the, the way that we reword the negativity in our life, because that's not helping us either. Right. Um, so <laughs> I always go off on tangent when it comes to these things. I think that it's important to surround yourselves with positive people, with a community of positive people. It's important to, again, engage in positive things. I think that it's important for us to engage in things that remind us of how grateful we are we should be right <laughs> when it comes to life. I think I might've said this before on this show or read this prayer, but there's a prayer that I recite every day. I have it on a sticky note to make sure that I say it every day. And it says, Lord, thank you for the great things you are doing in my life. Please help me forget what lies behind and open my eyes to the amazing things you have planned for my future. That is a positive saying for me because it, it allows me to appreciate that there are great things happening in my life, even when I feel like there aren't, even when I feel like I'm defeated, even when I feel like things are not working and I do not see where the end of this tunnel is. 
this prayer helps me appreciate the fact that God is still working great things. And although I might not know what his plans are for me, I have to trust that his plans will only elevate me, will only, you know, put me at the top, will only be for my good, right? Will only prosper me. And to forget what is left behind. So the jobs that, you know, laid us off or that were still furloughed in or that we were terminated from or whatever the case is, we have to stop dwelling on, on our status, right? That status of I'm unemployed, I'm laid off, I'm furloughed. We have to, we have to put those behind us in order for us to see what's moving ahead. To be very honest, Black Ivy Media is something, like I said, I've been talking about it for a while, but I never had the time or ability to, to, to work on it the way that it needs to be worked on. I did not have the ability to cultivate it in the way that I wanted, that I wanted it to be cultivated. And, you know, this time off is really you know what has set it in motion and and I've said this before this is not how I wanted the time off to be but it happened and although I can continue to to dwell on the past and what what corona has done to me I have to look forward I have to open my eyes and I have to realize that these things that are slowly working that are coming together these are the this is part of the amazing thing or amazing things that God has planned for my future. And I have to I have to open my eyes to see that things are working. I mean, I've made some partnerships within the last couple of months, the last week even, things are moving. I'm building a team. You know, things are looking bright on this, you know, media front. And that might not have been possible if I was continuously focused on what I've lost, what what was left, you know, what was left behind. If I keep trying to reach back to reevaluate and reassess, I would not have the energy, the mental capacity, and the vision for what is happening right now in my life. So I say all that to say this. <laughs> we need to let go of the past. We need to continuously train our minds to think positive. We need to be able to feel confident. We need to be able to realize our potential through our communities. We need to community build. We need to surround ourselves with amazing, great people who will bring us up and not pull us down. In order for us to truly overcome whatever it is that we're going through at this moment, it has to be with a strong mind. Only by having a strong mind will we be able to see progress in our lives. And it's something that we have to work on continuously. Not once a week when you see your therapist, for those of us who see therapists, but every single day. And it's funny, you know, I used to watch Being Mary Jane and I used to see her putting sticky notes all over mirrors and all over her house. And I used to be like, what is going on here? But in reality, that's what some of us need to do because we aren't trained to think positively and we might have some toxic people in our life that's putting us down. We need to put these sticky notes up. 
I don't have many sticky notes up in my house. I just have the one. But maybe I might do more, right? We need to put the sticky notes up to when you wake up in the morning and when you turn to the right side, bam, positivity's in your face. You turn to the left wall, bam, positivity's in your face. You go brush your teeth, there's some positivity on the mirror for you. Some of us, some of us have to take these extreme measures in order to strengthen our minds and to and make to ensure that we have a positive mindset because I will tell you this situation with coronavirus, these on again, off again, racial tensions, this unemployment, all of this stuff is heavy stuff. It's heavy stuff. Some of us are so used to playing off our lives. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm number one with that. Yeah, no, I'm good. Everything's cool. Everything's great. But Deep down in the subconscious somewhere, you're, you know, you're troubled because this is heavy stuff. It's heavy stuff. And you need to have, we need to have a strong mind in order to combat what's going on now and what is to come because it might get worse. It might get worse. And so we have to actively do the work daily, hourly, minutely, is minutely a word? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) if it's not i'll be submitting it to webster since they've taken all sorts of words now and turning them into definitions but minutely we have to do the work we have to do it um so with that being said everyone thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of frida's world um i just felt like this was an important message to share and I am confident that at least one person will feel what it is that I that I said today. I mean, I felt it for myself. So I felt it for myself. I feel like you guys should feel it too. <laughs> I feel like I resemble you guys. We are one and the same. We're the same demographic. We're the same market. We are the same. And so hopefully today's show um, is uplifting for, 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 for somebody. So I just wanted to remind you guys to follow us on Instagram, Frida's World, F-R-E-E-D-A-S underscore world. Go to our website and sign up for our newsletter, www.fridasworld.com. And I also want to encourage you guys to follow us at Black Ivy Media, which is Black Ivy, I-V-Y Media. We're on Instagram, we're on Facebook, we're have, we have a YouTube channel. And our website is currently being built, but you can go ahead to www.blackivymedia.com to get on the mailing list so that when things pop off, pop off, you will be the first to know. Um, But yeah, thank you guys for always being there, being such a support system for myself, sending me text messages, emails, commenting on posts. Thank you for your engagement. You know, I don't know where I would probably be if I did not have this platform and this community, this Frida fam, this tribe of people um, who are really just trying to better themselves. That's what we're trying to do. We're trying to better ourselves. We're trying to be there for each other. We're trying to support each other, particularly in these hard times, right? These are real hard times right now. There are people who have no idea where rent is coming next month. Professional people, professional women like me and you, do not know where they will lay their head next month. They do not know where they will find food to feed their children. Professional degree holding women. So this is real. This is not a class issue. This is not a, this is real life. People losing their jobs, people going into homelessness, 
with master's degrees from Ivy Leagues, you know, like it's crazy. So we have to be here for each other. We have to we have to engage in community building. We have to because it's not it's not it can't it can't just be about the individual. It has to be about the whole in order for us to truly make it to survive. We need each other. So hopefully that resonates with you guys. I will talk to you guys next week. It's Frida's world. What's it like? What's it like? Classy and ratchet at the same time. You clash it. Like you love church music, but you f with future. That's clash it. It's Frida's world.